contemplate. I, I feel like I'm sort of a contemplative person anyway. So it's the ability to sit with something and kind of massage it around. So this notion of out on the limb, my friend Barbara, who came tonight, she said, well, you live there. And so I could certainly like, you know, make that the point. But I, I realized that there's a conversation that for me is going out on a limb that I want to share tonight. And it has to do with the deep feminine. It has to do with the mother principles. And what I've discovered on my journey, which is that um, for people to feel good about themselves and to jump in and to feel they can make a difference, um, it's so much built on having a foundation of, of good mothering. Now, we get that from all sorts of different people, you know, but it's, it's whether it's Mother Nature or our own mothers, but it's the principles and the way of nurture and um, acceptance and affirmation. And when I look at the condition of the world right now, I feel like it's, it's the big missing. You know, and when I've moved into households where people were having um, extreme difficulties in communication or their sense of impact on others and all, when I really delved into it, it was often that there were some guiding principles they just never got. You know, and I'm, I'm an activist, I have a lot of activist friends, and I'm right now at the crest of reaching out to some like, really big producer music people to bring Circles Uniting Global. And I realized that if, if someone got these foundational elements, um, there may be a lot of assumptions about what's possible for other people. Um, like, oh, just, you know, get involved, make a difference. That are truly assumptions, because if it isn't there for people or they didn't get so much of it, they might be leaning back in life. And, and so I feel like I've dedicated my life to bringing this. And, I, and I'm incredibly sad for the part of people's lives where they missed out. It, it breaks my heart. I, I've been with people who do what I would consider to be really horrible things to their own children. Not because they mean to, but because it's how they were mothered. And it's loud and it's intrusive and it's, and it, and it, it's, you know, we live inside of um, this idea of behaviorism and being bad people for the things we do, but it's not that the people are bad, it's that some missing exists in our society about this heartful, just being place. So like when I had my women's circle, which I did for six years in Los Angeles, we used to have such a very simple um, form. We would meet and have a potluck dinner. Everyone would bring some food. We would sit around the fire and we would pass a talking stick and everyone would have an opportunity to speak and to be heard. And I used to wonder, was that like, you know, was I kidding myself? Was that valuable? You know, were people really getting the benefit of it? And then 
some years later, I had a friend, and she'd had a brain injury. In fact, she'd been living on the streets because things had gotten so bad. And I had met her at that point, and she'd come to our women's circle. And this was now some time later, and her life had really come back together. And I said to her, you know, did, was it valuable for you? You know, was I making assumptions? And she said, oh, it gave me my life. It gave me my life. Because there was a place for her to come and simply be. You know, so one of my great challenges right now, after being out in the world of being and living with people and being able to bring some of these um, loving qualities in places where maybe there was a deficit, and certainly, you know, everyone can use more <laughs> what I'm speaking about. Uh, I'm in a position of, you know, a bunch of the people that I need to reach are highly successful people who have succeeded inside of what I would call masculine ways. You know, the sort of go for it, do it, make it happen, produce. And, and I'm saying masculine, this is not men only. It's, it's a society and it's a culture and it's a long-standing way of going about things. I mean, literally centuries old, you know, that we're used to. And so what I'm meeting often is this idea of busyness and linear time and, you know, what, uh, call me later, or, or out and out fibs, like, you know, I'll have my office call you on Friday, and it's now two weeks later. And I think about all the people that want to contribute and they want to bring their goodness to the table, and they um, have had experiences that had them lean back. And I want, you know, I have part of that in me, absolutely. I have to work at it each time to bring it again. And I'm meeting this, and I think, well, what, how could I go out on the limb? You know, I who live further out than most people. It's like, can I say something from a really loving place about how artificial this idea of busyness is and how it impacts people when they reach out and when they bring their spirit and they meet with that, you know? And again, it's not people trying to do this. It's, it's habit. It's a long-standing habit. And in fact, linear time goes all the way back to Pope Gregory and the Gregorian calendar and this whole idea of creating artificial ways of orienting in the world that aren't actually natural to us. And I feel like because I've been able to live so close with nature and in such intimate settings and have a lot of freedom around my coming and going, I've been closer to these sort of cyclical ways. And, um, and because of it, I have access to guidance and being and quietude and contemplation and, and, and these balance points. You know, so I've become a big advocate for soft power and cultural exchange and getting to know one another and meeting each other, truly meeting and being available. And I feel like all this busyness and all this complexity and all this figuring it out and making it happen and producing things that are somehow going to deliver is actually 
in the way of the true solutions, which are simple. They're really simple. They're, they're quintessential, actually. They're, they're as simple as being present with somebody, being present, <laughs> went away from the mic, being present, and you know, being available, and um, affirming kinship and coming from a place of familiarity and, and recognizing that you know, nothing could be more important than showing up for the person right in front of us. You know, so I was reminded of a tree that I climbed many years ago. And it's, it's a wonderful sort of mixed metaphor for the out on the limb because it was a I was in Oklahoma at this ranch I used to go to, and we would play games together and all sorts of wonderful team-building experiences. And we were camping in a tent um, by this tree that had been hit by lightning. And the lightning had hit the bottom branch, which would have been too high to reach to climb up in the tree. But it had hit the, the limb just so that it created a natural walkway up into the tree. And I was able to walk up the plank into the tree and go up the equivalent of about three stories high in this tree. And it was the most remarkable experience of being this sort of John Muir, Frankie Muir person, you know, way high up in the tree. And as it happened, that land had a stand, a grove of trees, and the house, and, and there were about 30 people on the land. I didn't see one single person while I was up in the tree. But the lead dog and all these little puppies somehow picked up that I was in the tree, and they came to the bottom of the tree, and they were all barking up at me. And I got to be in the tree, up high, seeing forever, and it happened naturally, because something bigger than me created this plank to walk up in the tree. So um, I like kind of mixing things up and switching them around so we can see that maybe any time that we see limitation or we get caught up in habitual behavior or we identify with being a certain way because of something we did, that we can recreate it. And we have a wonderful opportunity at this time on the planet to really get to know each other. And um, maybe I will be here again, but in any case, I would like to know that this is my legacy and it, just sharing all this wonderful storytelling, hearing as well as speaking. Thank you.